Remember Harry Potter, remember Hogwarts, remember all those houses into which we all are sorted. Harry and Draco, Hermione and Ron, Dumbledore and Snape, Hagrid and McGonagall, we're gonna remember. Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not spoiler free. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. This is Marin. This is Emily. This is Remember Remember Harry Harry Potter. Potter. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) On this week's episode of Remember Harry Potter, we are doing a character sewed. Yes, we're talking about one of the characters because there's nothing happening on this day in the book. Yeah, I was going to say at Hogwarts, we're not quite there yet. There's nothing nothing happening pre-Hogwarts yet. No, Harry's just hanging out, living his best like 13-year-old Ferris Bueller days off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're going to circle back around and talk about Stan Shunpike and maybe Ernie. We'll see if we get too distracted by Stan, though. These guys. Again, I'm so excited to get to know them. I Initially, on like initial vibes only, I do not like Stan. Um, I think he's, he's, um, I mean, we'll see what his personality is like, but from the way he behaves at the night bus, he's like self-important. He doesn't listen to people. It's all about the gossip he can glean from knowing you. Okay. Uh, So Stanley Shunpike, a.k.a. Stan, was born between... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> September 15th, 1974 and September 13th, 1975. Okay. He is a British wizard who works as the conductor of the night bus. So his early life, um, he obviously was born sometime in that time frame. <laughs> and he possibly grew up in inner London as he had a strong Cockney accent it is unknown if he ever attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, but if so, he would have attended from 1986 to 1993, unless he was born in early September. His work as conductor of the night bus, it says that Stan was a skilled motorist, but not a man of high intelligence. Wait a minute. He didn't drive. How could he be a motorist? Right. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Uh as such, Stan failed to recognize Harry Potter, who had just fled from Number Four Private Drive, and instead believed his alias of Neville, of Neville Longbottom. When talking to Harry and others on the night bus, he showed his love of gossip and of having inside information. 
He was shocked when Harry nonchalantly spoke the name Voldemort, and even when later meeting up with Cornelius Fudge, who confirmed Harry's true identity, Stan continued to refer to Harry as Neville for the rest of that trip. Stan attended the 1994 Quidditch World Cup, and after the match, Stan and several others were witnessed by Harry and Ron trying to chat up a group of Vila, with Stan making the outrageous and false comment of him being, quote, about to be made the youngest minister for magic ever, unquote, in an effort to impress them. Oh, my. Yeah, still, I still don't like him. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll see. <laughs> Stan met Harry once again when he, along with Ron and his siblings, were being transported by the night bus back to Hogwarts in January 1996. Stan this time realized who Harry was, though made the mistake of blurting out his name to his friend, the driver, Ernie Prang. Harry's primary bodyguard, the expertly disguised Auror, Nymphadora Tonks, threatened to curse Stan into oblivion if he did it again, as they were concerned for Harry's security. Remind me of what is going on in that scene. So this is January of 96. So they're leaving um, the House of Black and going back to Hogwarts. Going back to Hogwarts after the Christmas Christmas with Sirius. Okay. So funny of them to take the night bus. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now listen to this, everybody. This is um, titled imprisonment in Azkaban. Get ready for some spoilers. This is an excerpt from the Daily Prophet article about Stan. It says, Stanley Shunpike, conductor of the popular wizarding conveyance, the night bus, has been arrested on suspicion of death eater activity. Mr. Shunpike, 21, was taken into custody late last night after a raid on his Clapham home. Stan, true to his vain nature, tried to impress his friends at a local pub by making the statement that he had inside knowledge of the Death Eaters' plans. The Ministry of Magic, now led by Rufus Scrimjar, uh, found out and raided his home in Clapham, taking him into custody on suspicion of Death Eater activity. Stan was then sent to Azkaban Prison. Stan continued his incarceration throughout 1996 and was one of the reasons that Harry refused to cooperate with Scrimjar or serve as the ministry's poster child, as Harry refused to believe that Stan could be a Death Eater. Harry. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, Indeed, the interrogation with Stan revealed that he had absolutely no link with the Death Eaters, but the ministry kept him in order to put up a facade of progress. Okay, so many thoughts about this. First of all, Harry, that's a very... Naive. (laughs) Naive way of looking at the world. When we think of somebody like, think of what happened to his parents, how they were deceived by Peter Pettigrew for such a long time. Pettigrew was absolutely in cahoots with the Death Eaters. To think that Stan Shunpike, who literally said to people that he knew what the Death Eaters were going to do and has done nothing but show his true colors as being like, incredibly self-centered and narcissistic this entire time. Like, oh, no, I know him. I met him once and he was nice to me. So there's no way he could be a Death Eater. Ridiculous. I hate that. (laughs) Also, after they let him out from his interrogation, like, I'm sure that their interrogation was terrible. But at the same time, to just believe that he's not a Death Eater after that, after he said that he was a Death Eater for some or knew what Death Eaters were doing. I guess he didn't say he was a Death Eater. But I'm like, if somebody's going to go that far to brag 
in a bar, like, oh, I know what the bad guys are doing. I, I talk to them all the time. That's a red flag. What's more a red flag to me, though, is doing a trial about this they would have no way of proving that he actually knew anything and yet they imprison him anyway oh well (laughs) they're always throwing people in that hell hole without knowing i hate it so in 1997 azkaban experienced a breakout at the hands of the death eaters although stan was no death eater he was still freed from his cell Perhaps because he was close to the others or the Death Eaters might have simply wanted to show the ministry that they had no power in Azkaban. Either way, Stan joined the Death Eaters' ranks, albeit under the Imperious Curse. Mm. Now, Stan took part in the Battle of the Seven Potters, during which he and nearly 30 other Death Eaters flew into battle against members of the Order of the Phoenix who are trying to transport Harry Potter to safety. Stan and several others unknowingly tracked down the real Harry, uh, who had been given decoys to lure pursuers away. In combat, Harry fired a spell that knocked Stan's Death Eater mask off, exposing his, quote, blank eyes, a telltale sign of imperious control. And because a stunning spell while over 100 feet in the air would result in Stan falling to his death, Harry elected to shoot a disarming charm, blowing Stan's wand out of his hand, though Stan's comrades recognized this as Harry's, quote, signature move and broke off their attack instead, summoning Voldemort himself into the fray. Wow. I mean, if you could, if you were like, hey, find somewhere in literature the perfect example of how to tell the difference between a good guy and a bad guy that's the example i would use yeah harry's a good guy stan ain't i don't even care that he was imperious like he was close enough with them and i don't i don't know the whole thing just bothers me so much so later that year ronald weasley used stan's identity (laughs) to trick a gang of snatchers he encountered somewhere in england to avoid them arresting him as a muggle-born which succeeded Ron later used his identity again to fool Scabior's gang of snatchers in March 1998, which, unlike previously, was unsuccessful, as Scabior was not fooled as he knew Shunpike personally. It is unknown what Shunpike proceeded to do, although shortly before the skirmish at Malfoy Manor, Scabior mentioned that Shunpike put a bit of work our way. It is also unknown if he participated in the Battle of Hogwarts. So his later life. Following the Battle of Hogwarts, it is reported that hundreds of people under the control of the Imperious Curse were freed. If Stan survived to this point, he most likely returned to his job on the night bus. However, his fate is currently unknown. He was described as being 18 or 19 at most in 1993 and having large protruding ears and quite a few pimples. He wore a purple uniform as to go with the color of the night bus. He had a fairly slovenly appearance and was somewhat more unkempt uh, appearance than most wizards, although not to the extent of the likes of Morph and Gaunt. <laughs> cool. Uh, in spite of being a friendly and well-meaning wizard, Stan Shunpike was not very bright as he failed to recognize the child celebrity Harry Potter. <laughs> but then again, it might have simply been that he did not get time to properly examine Harry's scar as Harry hid it immediately after Stan showed interest, which would have likely confirmed Harry's true identity. He loved gossip and having inside information, a trait that later landed him in Azkaban. Like most wizards, he was openly disturbed when wizards spoke the name Voldemort. Stan was very vain, a trait akin to Gilderoy Lockhart, although less pronounced. 
Lockhart easily made women and girls swoon over him, whereas Stan had often resorted to boasting when in the presence of attractive young women in order to try and impress them. His slovenly appearance suggested that he resorted to toughness to bolster his perceived credibility with girls. The two most infamous examples of his vanity is his trying to chat up Vila that he would become the minister for magic and falsely boasting in a pub that he knew of the Death Eater's secret plans. He seemed to disdain muggles to some degree, as when Harry asked him whether the muggles were able to see and hear the night bus, Stan contemptuously remarked that muggles did not listen or see properly, nor to mention that they never noticed anything magical in his eyes. (laughs) What an asshole. Uh, The thing that always bothers me in Prisoner of Azkaban about Stan the most is mentioned in that last little spot that you read about how he doesn't recognize Harry, even though Harry is a, is the most famous freaking wizard there is besides like Dumbledore. Uh, But here's the thing. He doesn't recognize him because he doesn't look at him. He gets off that bus and immediately starts just on his like speech. He like stops off and he's like, hello, I'm Stan Shunpike here with your night bus. I mean, he's just like going and going and he doesn't even realize that there's like a child laying on the ground that you almost just ran over. So, of course, he's not going to recognize somebody that he doesn't even look at. He doesn't think of other people as people. Uh, He thinks of them as ways to get attention or a way to feed his need for attention, feed his like uh, his own inflated view of himself. Um, There's nothing about Stan I like. After all this time, after all this information, (laughs) I don't like him. Fair enough. I don't have any reason to like him either. (laughs) So cool. Let's move on to Ernie. Ernie has just a very small section here on HarryPotter.fandom.com. I think Ernie is so much more interesting than Shan than Stan. So I agree, but this is this is what we get with Ernie. Um, Ernest Prang's origin is unknown. He attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in his youth and was a member of Gryffindor House. Eventually, he began driving the night bus. He worked with Stan Shunpike, the conductor of the night bus, who sometimes called Ernie by his nickname, Ern. Harry Potter first encountered Prang in 1993 when he was picked up by the night bus after leaving his aunt and uncle's house. When Harry was taken to the Leaky Cauldron, Ernie followed him in and was forced to leave by Cornelius Fudge, the then Minister of Magic. Ernie was also present at Albus Dumbledore's funeral in 1997. Aww. Um, I feel like the only people who would take the job and be good at the job of the night bus driver are Gryffindors. So that totally tracks. (laughs) Uh, Prang was described as an elderly, gray-haired wizard with very thick glasses, giving him an owlish appearance. Prang was very clearly committed to his driving. (laughs) Not from what I saw. (laughs) And seldom talked much to patch... What? This doesn't track at all. Seldom talked much to passengers on the night bus, leaving that to Stan Shunpike, preferring to concentrate on his driving. Concentrate. Listen to me. This man is sitting in an armchair, fully turning around and talking to Harry Potter about Sirius Black, and... 
running up and down sidewalks, almost hitting mailboxes and trees and <laughs> lampposts as he goes. This guy, no, this is wrong. This uh, needs a citation, I should put on there. <laughs> uh, he was clearly a supporter of Albus Dumbledore following his decision to attend his funeral, implying he also supported the Order of the Phoenix and its goals as well. Okay, here we go. Prang's driving skills left much to be desired <laughs> and were in dire need of improvement as he frequently drove off the road and into objects such as post boxes, lampposts, and trees. This may have been at least partly due to the bus's extreme speed. Fortunately, due to the bus's magical nature, the objects got out of the way. And there's just the etymology, I guess. I don't Solid. Don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I find this guy much more interesting and funny and, uh, than Stan could ever wish to be. Uh, Emily had supposed that possibly it was some sort of a grandfather, grandson situation, but we don't get that information here. We just have to believe it in our hearts. Yeah, it still makes more sense to me than just whatever is happening anyway. <laughs> Something interesting, though, on both of their little character cards under magical characteristics, both of their bogarts are listed as Lord Voldemort. Wow. Okay. Wow. So. Hmm. I wonder, it doesn't say, it didn't tell us uh, if Stan even went to Hogwarts, let alone what house he was in. They were like, mm. but um, to be that afraid of Voldemort and then Stan, still try to get in the good graces of his followers is quite the scary person to be around. Yeah, I don't, it's, there's not enough information for me to say that it was quite that. I almost feel like, you know, you're drinking, you're out, people are talking about, oh, I wonder what the Death Eaters are doing. And you want to be the most exciting person there. So you go, well, I actually have some information about that. Yeah. Not necessarily, well, I'm a I'm with the Death Eaters, but just I know something. Sure, sure, sure. And that is, that is his personality. He always wants to tell you that he knows something. Uh, that just feels like that's a little weird to be braggy about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Scary. Don't like him. Yeah. Would like to get to know Ernie a little bit more, but whatever. It's all good. You can't always get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you get what you need. Amen. Cool. Well, thank you again for joining us on our journey through Hogwarts. We love having you as listeners. Right now we are going to go record our Patreon-only Patronisode. We'd love to have you watch it. So join us on the Patreon. Let's create something magical together. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus video access to our notes original artwork and to connect with our awesome community you can message us at remember harry potter podcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on anchor or leave a review on itunes yes please leave a review on itunes check out the show notes for all this information and more 